0: And welcome to the Learning About My Heart podcast. I'm Kurt Franklin, and this podcast is all about my adventure in learning more about my heart, its care, feeding, and ultimate recovery than I ever thought I would need to. Now, before we begin, let me make a disclaimer. I am not a doctor or a medical professional of any sort, Nothing that I say here should be construed as medical advice. I'm just one guy who has survived a fairly interesting set of circumstances. I hope that you find the stories that I tell interesting, entertaining, and maybe just maybe a little bit useful. Now, one thing I want to talk about is a change since the inaugural podcast. in that I referred to this as learning about your heart. But the fact is, It's stories about me learning about my heart. I hope that you'll be able to tell your own stories about learning your heart. But for me, all I can talk about is learning about mine. I certainly hope that's going to be enough. And in this podcast, we're going to talk about medication. Now, this is one of those areas where it truly counts that everyone is different I mean I can't imagine other people who'd be on precisely the same dosage medications and schedules that I'm on maybe a good thing maybe a bad thing but it's definitely there the first step after you get out of the hospital after I got out of the hospital was going to the pharmacy with a fistful of prescriptions now A few years back, I had a good friend who went into the hospital, had a big heart attack while he was in the emergency room, ended up getting a couple of stents in, was in the hospital for about 21 days, about the same length of time I was there. When he got out of the hospital, he had a fistful of scripts. I took them to the pharmacy, and when I went back to pick up his medications, the total bill was right at $700. This was a huge deal for someone on fixed income and would be a huge deal for me. So when we took my first batch of scripts to the pharmacy, we did so with some fear and trepidation, and here is where we got one of the first good surprises we'd had in the entire experience. We went to a major national big box retailer, the pharmacy that they have. And when we got the medications back, every single prescription we had was either four or five dollars. My total bill for medication on the first pass was 22 bucks. That's a great thing. I hope that your experience is similar, but there's no way to tell. Here's the important thing. We asked questions when we picked up the prescriptions about what each medication was. A lot of times you can't tell just reading the prescription pad. And why I was taking it. Are you taking alpha blockers? Beta blockers? Are you looking at diuretics? What are you taking? Are you on a statin? All of these things come into play. I was fortunate I was on a couple of things that were very short-term, lasting about 10 days after the the surgery. These included a diuretic and a common post-surgery medication or post-heart surgery medication. And I took these along with a particular beta blocker, and that was really it. I also had a couple of different meds for a different condition, but the heart meds were minimal. Two of those ceased after 10 days, as I mentioned, and when I finally went back to the cardiologist about a month after the surgery, he changed some things up, changing my beta blocker, giving me a statin, and that's it. I'm thrilled. I know a lot of people who are on blood thinners, something like Coumadin, who might be on diuretics. Lasix is a common one. I don't have to take either, and I'm thrilled about that, and I hope that's the long-term situation. The ones that I do take have some side effects that I found out about. One of them that not many people talk about before you get the medication is that my hands got cold. Like ice, same is true of my feet. The rest of my body, it's normal temperature, which for me is somewhere around 96.7 degrees. But my hands, feet, and oddly enough, my nose, very cold. Reading up on a site like webmd.com, we found out that these are very common side effects. Now, something else that we read that worried us a little bit when we got the first prescription from the cardiologist was that a particular medication that I'm now on has the common side effect of causing fluid retention well that's a big warning sign for me since that's a problem I would had we talked to the cardiologist about this he was able to tell us that it was something that he was willing to monitor and willing to see if I was one of the people who would have that particular side effect if not he felt that this was a very good solution for the issues I had. So far, so good. No fluid retention and it seems to be doing its job. My blood pressure staying nice and low. My heart rate staying nice and low. Everything is looking good. You want to talk to your doc about the side effects. You want to do your own research and look at the list of side effects. Now. Some doctors and nurses hate it when you look these up because most of the sites that list side effects tend to do a very bad job about telling you what are very common side effects and what are so rare that they only have to be mentioned because of technicalities in the law. But knowing what to ask your medical professionals about is critical. Go in informed, ask the questions. That's my advice, one patient to another. The other person that you're going to need to have a good relationship with is your pharmacist. I know when I got some prescriptions filled after coming out of the hospital, the pharmacist was on the ball and said, you know, I have trouble filling prescription B because I know that you've had a prescription for drug A. And it wasn't until we assured the pharmacist that Drug A had ceased before drug B began that they were able to fill. Looking for those interactions is critical, and it's more important if you're seeing a bevy of specialists rather than getting all your scripts from one doc. For most of us, that's the situation. We're going to see a bunch of folks. Make sure you talk to your pharmacist. Make sure there's no interaction. Make sure you know when you can take things. I'll give you an example. I had one drug that was give me, given to me with the instruction to take it at bedtime. Now I take most of my things in the morning, with breakfast, or in the evening with dinner. We called the pharmacist and said, Look, rather than having this one lonely pill that I take at a third time, can I just take it at dinner with the rest of my evening meds? They looked things up, looked up the interactions, said, you know what? Some people, this particular thing makes them a little sleepy. Try it at dinner. See how you feel. As long as you feel good, you can take it then and you're in good shape. But that's a great question that I was able to ask because I trusted the pharmacist and I trusted the information they were able to give me based on looking at the entire range of things that I'm taking. Learning about your medication is one of the more complex things that you'll need to do. I know it's been an exciting adventure for me and I'm hoping it's one that gets simpler over time as I'm able to drop some medications. I'm a big fan of low medications and fortunately I seem to be working with some physicians who feel the same way. Work with your doc, work with your pharmacist, learn all you can. Hey, it's like so much else in life, and in this particular journey to learning about your heart. Next time, we talk about rehab and recovery. I really appreciate you taking the time to listen. As I said at the beginning, I hope you found this interesting, entertaining, and maybe, just maybe, a little bit useful. Until next time, I'm Kurt Franklin, saying so long. We'll catch you later.